Talent Talk Tuesdays is all about harnessing your God-given talents to live with greater clarity, purpose, and joy. You are wonderfully made, my friends. May all we do be for God's glory. Hello and welcome to Talent Talk Tuesdays. I'm your host, Lisa Maladnik, and first I'd like to say to you all, Merry Christmas. As I record this, we're still in the octave of Christmas 2023, but you'll be listening to this in the new year in January of 2024, or perhaps in another new year entirely. So, Happy New Year. Uh, Today I'd like to share some thoughts about your talents, inspired by the legendary Catholic author J.R.R. Tolkien. Yes, I'm saying it Tolkien, which is apparently the correct pronunciation. I've been saying Tolkien for many years, but was recently corrected. But to the point, as many of you know, J.R.R. Tolkien wrote The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings, and a number of other compelling and beautiful literary works. My favorite biographer is Joseph Pierce, and if you haven't yet discovered him, he's amazing. He's a Catholic, and I've been enjoying his biography of Tolkien tremendously. The book is called Tolkien, Man and Myth, A Literary Life. And as he always does, Pierce's biographies are page turners. They're never dry or pretentious or rambling. His work is razor sharp and exciting to read. Pierce always uses original sources, including many of the author's handwritten letters. Of course, you don't see them in handwritten form, but you see his loving words to family, friends, literary and academic colleagues, his publisher, and so on. And Pierce shares literary reviews. Some of them are hilariously agenda-driven and ridiculous, but many of them insightful and very beautiful and supportive of the themes, the Catholic themes that run through the work of Tolkien. And he uses other documents of the time too, documenting every phase of Tolkien's life. Yet the writing of the biography has a lightness and naturalness to this portrait of the man, his faith, his family life, his career, and his impact on the world. Uh, So yes, it's a fantastic book. And again, that's Tolkien, Man and Myth, A Literary Life. Um, So in the very last pages of this incredible story of Tolkien's life, Joseph Pierce shares a letter from Tolkien to a young girl. Camilla Unwin was the daughter of Tolkien's publisher, and she had written to him about a school project in which she was to ask the question, what is the purpose of life? Now, Tolkien loved young people and treated them with respect, so with great care and kindness, Tolkien, ever the academic, first established clear definitions, addressing the notion of purpose, first in terms of the objects we humans design and use and the reasons they're used as they are, But from there, he addressed with amazement the stunning complexity of even the simplest things found in the natural world, their functions and purposes, which proceed from designs that we as humans can never hope to create or recreate ourselves. Even something as simple as a blade of grass is something too beautiful, alive, functioning perfectly for us to even attempt to recreate. In fact, a well-known Catholic author, Dr. Stacy Trisankos, wrote a book called Particles of Faith, in which she describes her life as an atheistic research chemist and doctoral candidate years ago, and how her frustrated attempts to recreate photosynthesis in the lab drew her in exasperation to just look out the window, where she found herself gazing at a tree and thought, what an amazing machine. And at that moment of awe, her heart started to open to the enormity of the designer of that tree. And eventually, a few years later, after much struggle, 
she embraced the Catholic faith. So all of this order and design in the natural world, Tolkien tells us, then suggests a mind greater than our own, designing and purposing the things he makes. It's quite wonderful to read. Next, Tolkien in his letter to, to the young girl points out that the question of the purpose of life itself then points even higher to a religious question, that of a divine creator whom we resemble in some respects, having come forth from his own mind and being. It's just a stunning thought. We, of course, hear all the time in Catholic circles that we are made in his image and likeness. But to think so simply that we resemble him by design kind of brings me up short. And then Tolkien takes his point to the next step and touches on the ways our purposes must be guided by morals. There's that aspect of our being which is in need of guidance, of purification and redemption. And when Tolkien wraps up by revealing the greater question, which he observes is always being asked by rational beings of who God is and why he is and why the heck he created us to live inside his wondrous universe. One can feel Tolkien smiling as he writes, sharing his astonishment with young Camilla. But I want to circle back to take note of something Tolkien highlighted just before this crescendo of excitement and awe at our God and our very existence within his divine plan. Tolkien took a moment just before that to point out two small but essential considerations for us humans for living purposefully day to day. Here's what he said, quote, So morals should be a guide to our human purposes, the conduct of our lives, end quote. I'm going to continue in a moment, but just take note of that. He just simply says morals should guide our contact. Okay, check, we, our conduct, so we know that, right? But then he offers two examples of how our morals should guide us. So he, he just makes these two points. A, the ways in which our individual talents can be developed without waste or misuse, and B, without injuring our kindred or interfering with their development. And he goes on to say, beyond this, and higher lies self-sacrifice for love. I'm going to read those three lines again because they're a little, you know, academic-y sounding, but just because they concern how we can morally conduct our lives. And he picks out these two things, and they're both related to our talents. A, the ways in which our individual talents can be developed without waste or misuse, and B, without injuring our kindred or interfering with their development beyond this and higher lies self-sacrifice for love okay so in the small scale practical aspects of meaning and purpose then in this letter to this young girl tolkien homes in on talent to be developed without waste or misuse these are the cornerstones of this show my coaching practice and any sincere god-centered talent development not wasting or misusing talent. Hear the not wasting part, in other words, not neglecting, not spending them frivolously, not misusing them carelessly or sinfully. And then Tolkien focuses on the impact our talents have on one another. He says we must use them without injuring others, without interfering with their development. This has so much to do with being aware of how uniquely designed each of us truly is so we have a respect and even awe for each other's uniqueness. And in order to do that, it's critical that we start first with ourselves 
to discover the beauty and majesty of God's design in our own being. It has to start there for us to believe it and then feel that humbling shaft of light penetrating your soul as you grasp the beauty and significance of God's design of your being, your talents, not to be neglected, not to be misused, and God's holy purpose for them. All of this has come about through his desire to draw you into his divine plan, to shower love on you in unique and personal ways, and to engage you in the work of salvation, to elevate your life and bless others in powerful ways. So as we look forward to the new year, one of our tasks has to be to ask for the grace of wisdom so that our talents can be called forward and developed and deployed with a humble boldness and gentle consideration of our brothers and sisters, with a desire to uplift and prosper their development. And then finally, after making these statements, in parentheses, Tolkien says that beyond these two very basic ideas of using our talents well and willing the good of the other is the higher ideal of self-sacrifice for love. I'm very struck by these insights centered on talent, so deeply connected to both purpose and love from one of the great minds of the literary world, from a man deeply in love with Christ, a man widely considered to have written one of the greatest works of literature of all time, The Lord of the Rings, which is consistently a favorite of people of faith or no faith around the world, generation after generation, and right up to this day. This humble genius, a lifelong Catholic, an Oxford Don, husband, father, and friend of C.S. Lewis and other great Catholic and Christian writers of his time, this extraordinary thinker, teacher, and writer took care in his letter to a young girl to note that the proper use of our talents was worthy of particular mention. That really excited me. You know, you know, if you've been listening to this show that I love the writings of St. Paul, he's so attuned to the body of Christ and its many parts, all purposed and designed to serve the body, each one unique, each one necessary. And here's J.R.R. Tolkien, who certainly spent his whole life hearing the epistles read from the pulpit, right? And probably spending much time with them himself, giving us another perspective on this important topic. Oh, and as you may know, Tolkien's local bishop in England is supporting the beginnings of putting forth Tolkien's cause for sainthood in the Catholic Church. It's not officially opened, but it's being explored. So this man was not just talented and appreciative of talent. Tolkien was someone believed to be of heroic virtue, great faith, and great love. So inspired by the new year and in gratitude for the old year, I want to say to all of you that I pray that this year for you and for me will be one of growth and holiness driven by loving and purposeful use of our talents for our own good for the good of others for the fulfillment of god's divine plan for our lives and ultimately for the glory of god who is all loving all powerful all profoundly merciful to him be the glory and to our good and glorious God, I dedicate this new year of Talent Talk Tuesdays. And I continue to pray that these short podcasts are a blessing to you as you walk this road of life, this road of adventures, sorrows, discoveries, losses, growth, joy, wisdom, friendship, and communion. And ultimately, as we begin a new year of this show, 
I pray that there will continue to be small nuggets by God's grace that you can take with you that will help you on your way to heaven, where I trust through grace that we will find ourselves together in loving friendship for all eternity. Amen. You are wonderfully made, my friends. I'm praying for you. Please pray for me too. God bless you.